Good morning, class. Hi, I'm Keith Moore, and we welcome you to Faith School. Faith School is the place where my spirit is fed, where my faith grows stronger, and I learn how to be an overcomer. If you've been joining us for a little while or a long time, then you see the effect that just continually feeding on what the Lord said, not what people think, but what, what the Lord said about things, it just has a, a life-giving effect on you, inside and out. And no matter how far down you've gotten, how bad it has been or long it's been that way, nothing's hopeless with the Lord. Nothing is impossible with Him. So uh, give this your full attention today. Get your Bible uh, and you're not just giving me your full attention. Give the Lord your full attention. Let Him speak to you. and You can get real answers that are life-changing today. Lord, all of us agree together as touching this, asking you for your anointing, the anointing that changes things, the anointing that Jesus uh, had on Him as He walked, as He touched these people, that same anointing is, is here today in the manifestations of the person of your Holy Spirit. Show us how to receive this and yield to you and cooperate with you and, and to you be all the glory for every good thing that will result from that. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Look please in Mark 8 again in the scriptures continuing our study of the healing of the blind man at Bethsaida. Like we have said, this is our 12th individual case that we're studying now. It begins in verse 22 of Mark 8 that Jesus came to Bethsaida and they bring a blind man to him and besought him to touch him. And he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the town and when he had spit on his eyes, now that, that could be one reason he led him out of town, <laughs> right? Because I don't know when the Lord knew that's how he's going to minister to him, but for real, it could be part of it. And we already know that there was a problem of unbelief in Bethsaida and a failure to respond respectfully and correctly to the works of God. And so um, there are certain kinds of ministry that the Lord would deal with you. Don't do that in front of everybody. Don't bring that up in front of everybody. Uh, you need to do that privately because you don't just want to, uh, the resulting scoffing, mocking, indignation for no reason. And it can be hindering to people receiving. So he took him by the hand, took him out of the town. And when he had spit on his eyes and put his hands on him, asked him, 
if he saw aught or, or what he saw. We talked about how that um, spit, we see this happen three times in Jesus' ministry. That doesn't mean that's the only times it happened. We only have small record of all the healings, but um, also one time mixed spit and dirt and made clay of the spittle. Well, God formed man's body out of the clay and dust of the earth. And you know, something interesting about spit, today, that's one of the ways we get DNA is out of somebody's spit. Well, uh, Jesus' DNA was perfect. <laughs> How many would take some of Jesus' DNA, <laughs> stick that in my eye, you for sure, ears, whatever, you know? So um, it shouldn't be, you know, just uh, amazing to us or, or unreasonable to us that God would take some of the foundational organic building blocks of the body and use that with the power of God to create something maybe that was not there or that needed to be reshaped or recreated. One thing we see as you continue to read that uh, he spit on him and then put his hand on him. So there's the natural physical elements and there's the spiritual power of God, the anointing of God working on this man's eyes. And then he asked him basically what he saw. Well, I reckon he's expecting him to see something. <laughs> and so he says, I see. Like we said earlier, that's time to shout right there. I see men as trees walking. What would that look like? Uh, maybe there was some kind of uh, elongated image um, instead of a normal human shape to him. So he is seeing, but imperfectly. He's seeing, but there is a distortion. In his vision. Now, I don't know how long the man has been unable to see. I think there are indications that at one time in his life he could see. For one thing, how would he know what a tree looked like, you know? And there's other indications of that. But um, this is an imperfect healing, this is an, uh, uh, a partial healing. And some people might have a problem with that. I, I've heard people say, well, you know, in that culture, you know, people believed there was healing property in spit, and so it was a, a superstition. Jesus had nothing to do with superstition. No, sir. No, ma'am. He did this because he saw himself do it in the Spirit. He's directed by the Spirit of God to do it. And um, uh, this, what's going on between the anointing that Jesus laid hands on him and ministered to him, and the power God is doing with these organic elements of the spit, um, that is um, uh, perfect in what God is doing and how he's doing it. But the man also has to receive it. And I don't know how long his eyes have been non-functional, but uh, if, you know, if you hadn't focused, you just wake up in the morning and and and... Uh, you might not see everything sharp for the first moment, right? You, or, or whatever, it, or you come out of a, a black, black 
uh, dark thing and into bright sunlight. You, it, it, you have to focus. And, and you see that in the very next phrase. It says that uh, when he said, I see men as trees walking, after that he put his hands again upon his eyes. What's going on here? This is the second time now that Jesus has laid hands on, put his hand on the man. Here we see a ministering of healing and a receiving of healing. The Lord's ministry is perfect, but it comes through imperfect vessels when you're talking about us. But then even that which is ministered perfectly has to be received, and it can be received partially. You can, you can begin to receive and then quit. This is, uh, this is true with anything from God. Do you remember what happened when uh, Jesus came walking to the disciples in the boat on the water? And Peter said, Lord, if that's you, tell me to come. And he said, come on. Did, G did Peter begin to walk on the water but not make it all the way? <laughs> was it God's plan that he sink halfway? Was that God's perfect will? It was not because Jesus said, uh, why'd you doubt? Right? And he wouldn't have said that if he said, well, you know, that was the plan. <laughs> that, you, that you come halfway and sink because that's going to teach you some things about it. No, no. It was not God's plan that he sink, start to sink halfway to Jesus. So can you see a partial walking out, but then he got distracted, didn't he? It said he began to, he looked at the, the waves and the wind was kicking and he got his eyes off of Jesus. He got his mind off of the word come and he got his eyes and mind on, you can't walk on the water. And it's a storm, <laughs> right? Why, why are we saying this? Because you can start out good and then stop. You can start receiving and make progress and then stop. Hmm? With a healing, with anything in God. God's not going to force you to see it through to the end. He's not going to force you to complete receiving the whole thing. That's what he wants, that he'll help you to do it. But far too many give up too quickly. And, you know, the enemy is always trying to steal from you. And so you can start out so good and be going so well, and the enemy will say, well, yeah, but, you know, you only got half of it. And, you know, half is not going to take care of the whole thing. And uh, so uh, what's wrong? And why haven't you got it? And you get to thinking on the wrong thing. Well, you, you, you stop your progress. Can you see when Peter got his mind off of the master and on the wrong thing, his progress stopped and he started regressing. He started sinking down into the thing he was walking above. And, I, and if the Lord hadn't reached out and caught him, He'd have went down, bloop. I mean, when the only thing's holding you up is miracle power, <laughs> right? How long does it take to go down? 
You can be gone in a flash. And this has happened numerous times when people started to believe, started to receive, started to get better, and then got to listening to the wrong thing and watching the wrong thing and just get worse and die. This has happened many times. And so people say, well, there was nothing to that, you know. They were never really healed. What do you mean? If the power of God manifested and things changed, you're just going to deny that? No, something happened. But the Lord doesn't force us to see it through. Uh, Look with me in uh, James, the first chapter. James chapter 1. And uh, many of you are familiar with this, but he talks about uh, what the Scripture calls patience. But uh, it's actually the word for endurance. James 1, verse 2, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into divers temptations. This could include trials, tests, knowing this, that the trying of your faith works patience. Now, like I said, uh, numerous other translations will use the word endurance. And this word is actually translated endure in other places in the same King James Bible. I, I like it better because in our modern society, when we hear the word patient, we think passively waiting. And that's not what he's talking about. He's talking about keep on keeping on. Everybody say endurance. endurance. The trying of your faith works endurance. But let endurance have her perfect work. And the word perfect can also be translated complete or completion. Let endurance have its completing work that you may be complete and entire, wanting nothing. The man that Jesus ministered to experienced a partial recovering of sight. He he could see some, and thank God that's better than not seeing, but it's not a sharp vision. It's distorted. Something's wrong. Well, the Lord didn't wait five minutes. He put his hand again upon him. Can you see that? He said, come here. Put his hand on him. And then the King James says, made him look up. And um, that word could be translated, look intently or to look through. In other words, the man then, he, he ministers to him a second time and for him to receive more. So he, he was receiving, but he didn't, he didn't receive it all. Well, what if you receive, but you, you haven't received it all? Simple. This is, this is easy, class. Huh? Receive some more. Keep receiving until you got it all. And how are you going to do that? You've got to endure. Another way, we might say it, stay with it. You've got to stay with it. Stay with it. I know uh, I had the privilege of working in uh, healing school at Brother Kenneth Hagin's ministry years ago. And uh, there was a person who over the years 
had crippling arthritis that uh, they began to bring to the healing school. And I, I ministered to them five days a week. And they, they were with us for, I don't know, all told months. And um, they literally had to lift the woman up and, uh, and carry her into, because her, her arms and her hands were drawn and pulled in and she could not, she couldn't get up and walk around the room. Well, um, uh, you know, the scripture said concerning the, the 10 lepers who were healed. And, and one of these days we're going to get to that one. <laughs> and one of the things that said in there is as they went, they were healed. Remember that phrase, anybody? As they went, they were healed. So that, that indicates some progression that there was healing at this point, but then by the time they got to here, there was more healing. And by the time they got all the way, it was all there. So it was, it was continually and progressively manifesting. Everybody say, as they went. As they, went. They, were they were healed. And so uh, I was prompted to talk to this woman about this one day after class that... Um, you know, God gave uh, his covenant people, the Israelites, the promised land. But they didn't take it all at once, did they? They took it a piece and a part at a time as they had faith to take it. And how many times has the Lord told us, according to your faith, be it to you, as you have believed. And I, and I, I talked to her, I said, you know, yes. It'd be wonderful if just in a moment of time you get it all and you're completely set free and you're 100% restored. And can the Lord do that? Absolutely. But we don't just receive based on what he can do. We receive according to our faith. And I said, you know, you can take back something every day. You can put your faith on something and take it back. I said, it doesn't have to be a big thing. You can always believe for something bigger tomorrow. You can always keep going and, and increasing. And so uh, we talked about that. She got stirred up. I could tell it was from the Lord because she, she's like, I can, I can see, I can see. And so a couple of days later, I saw her. She was just beaming. And uh, I said, what happened? She said, I made my bed. She said, no, it wasn't pretty, <laughs> but I, you know, I, I, with her crippled hands and fingers, she pulled up uh, some of the sheets and she moved some things. And a um, couple of days later, she put her feet on the floor from her bed by herself. Is this progress? Is this, this is victory. This is victory. A couple of days later. She made it from the bed to a chair. A few days later, from the bed to the bathroom. Two months later, she got out of the car, walked from the car into the healing class building. A month later, walked around the building. Oh, come on, are y'all listening or not? By herself. Can you see? She took it back a piece at a time and through her faith 
and her endurance. Come on, can you see that? She, she just kept on taking some more. See, a lot of times if you realize that's how the enemy stole it from people or stole it from you, it wasn't all necessarily at one time. A lot of situations, he stole it from you a piece at a time until you get to where you got, it's almost all taken away from you. Well, you can take it back. I said you can take it back. All things are possible with God and to those that believe. It is possible. Say it out loud. All things are possible. I can take it back. Hallelujah. I can take it back a piece at a time. And it's, how much, well, how much do I try to take? You've got to ascertain that in your own heart. And, and all it comes down to is what do I have confidence that I could do, that I could reach? And don't let it be too small for you. Did you hear the first thing? She made her bed. And it wasn't pretty. <laughs> Did you hear that? But see, if she had never, if she'd never done that, then months later she wouldn't be walking. Can you, can you see that, class? You know, there was another situation similar to that, a man who had been in healing school there, and I'd heard that he had wound up in the hospital in really bad shape, and I went by to check, and uh, they said, man, he, uh, you know, everything was dropping, his organs were shutting down, and they expected him to be dead within the next day or two, and and, uh, he was in intense pain, and uh, doctors were surprised he he wasn't already dead. And so in talking to him, he could barely pay attention to me. He's in pain. And so the Lord quickened this to me. I'd never done this before, but it's along the same line. I said, brother, I said, I know they're telling you, you don't have much time. Of course, if you're a believer and you're saved, you still win. Can you see that? Even if you go, you still win. And all of us are going at some point. But he was, you know, he was too young. He, he should live longer. And, and I said, uh, so the, it's like you got this time pressure that I've only got a day. I've only got two days. I said, well, that's only true at the current rate of getting worse. I said, what if that stopped and you didn't get any worse? Maybe you're not any better. But you're not any worse. Well, if you just stop getting worse, you got more time. Right? right? You got plenty of time. If you just stop getting worse. I said, do you believe you and I could pray? The Bible said if any two of us would agree is touching anything we ask, it'd be done for us. Do you believe you and I could pray and you would stop getting worse? He said, uh-huh. I put hands on him. We prayed. We released faith. I came back the next day. What do you think? What do you, what do you think? He wasn't any better, but he wasn't any worse. This is a victory. I said, this is a victory. When they say you could be dead tomorrow, this is is a major victory. According to your faith, that's how you take it back. And so I said, brother, I said, you know, look what's happened. So, you know, that that clock that was pushing you, it stopped. (laughs) If you don't get worse, you got time. I said, and if the Lord can stop you from getting worse, you can get some better. What do you think we pray today and we believe that, you know, you get at least a little better? He said, yeah, yeah. Of course, we're stirred up. We've seen results. And so we did that and he got a little better and we did. Not not a lot, but a little. 
How many understand this is a big triumph? This is a big victory that you weren't dead yesterday. This is a big victory. And so uh, we did that for two or three days. And then I, I, I couldn't come back for a while. And then um, I went to check on him. I don't know, it was a week or a half or so later. And they said, oh, he's gone. He was released. He went home. <laughs> <laughs> Glory to God. Glory. That's a big difference from being so bad in pain and a day or two to live. Somebody say you can take it back. You can, you can take it back a piece at a time. Piece at a time. And how do you do it? Verse 3, the trying of your faith works this endurance. And let endurance have its perfect work. It's not a bad thing. Don't, don't let the enemy condemn you that you don't already have it all. That works against you. That hurts you. Condemnation is faith destroying. It's a trick of the enemy. Well, somebody else, they, this happened to them, and, and why are you still dealing with this? And if you really had faith, you'd just kick the devil in the head, and you'd grab it all, and you'd, you'd be done. Well, the devil's trying to trick you, because anything that leaves you depressed and feeling subpar and substandard, that wasn't from God, because anything from his spirit's going to encourage you and strengthen you. No. A key to having faith and developing more is thankfulness. And did you see what we were doing? I shouted with the lady over making the bed. We celebrated. Come on, are y'all with me or not? We celebrated. Why? She hadn't been able to do that in, I don't know, years. So this is a victory. The next thing you know, she's going to walk into the bathroom by herself. This big victory. Big victory. And then there was little victory after little victory after little victory after bigger victory. And that over a period of days and weeks and months, that turns into big stuff. You just keep making progress. You just keep taking it back, keep taking it back. This same thing works with relationships. This same thing works with your finances. You might have debts everywhere and it just looks like, oh, how could I ever get out of this? It could happen all at once, but... Doesn't always happen that way. A lot of it's tied to where your faith is, is at. You can, uh, I know when Phyllis and I first started learning about these things, we, we had a bunch of debt. And uh, so we, the first thing we put our faith on was our Sears bill. <laughs> it was the little one. But we'd been paying on it for years. And we said, we're knocking this one out. And so, you know, we didn't even look at the big ones yet. So we we jumped on and, and, and teamed up and, and, and gathered up against the uh, paying off the Sears, and we paid it off, celebrated. Then we paid off the next. Then we paid off the next. Then we paid off the next. Then next thing you know, the house is paid for. Oh, come on, can you see this or not? This is how it works from faith to faith to faith to faith, from grace to grace, from glory to glory by the Spirit of the Lord. Somebody say, I'm not sitting still. I'm not going back. I'm laying hold. I'm reaching out. I'm getting victories from faith to faith, from glory to glory, by the Spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's it. Our time's up for today. But come back. 
tomorrow. We're, we're getting close to finishing this one up. You want to see the rest of this. We'll see you soon here in Faith School. I've got a victory living inside. Thank you for joining us at Faith School. Class is dismissed for today, but you can watch this and other episodes of Faith School free of charge at faithschool.org. For more information, visit our website or call us at 941 702 7390.